This is the Love Capacity Podcast. Let's go. Hello, welcome to the Love Capacity Podcast. Valentine's Day is actually this week. Uh, Tamara, I know you're not a big Valentine's Day person. Uh, how are you feeling about the holiday coming up? Uh, you know, I don't really do all the commercial stuff, but um, I still think love capacity is uh, the quiz is actually fun. So I think that people should go and take a few minutes and take the quiz on lovecapacity.com. So y'all don't say happy Valentine's Day to each other at all? Or what do y'all do for Valentine's Day? I mean, we might. It's just, it's, it's, all, it's just another day. Um Actually, this year, I will say we're doing a double date. We're going out to dinner, um, but we don't buy like gifts and, and, and a whole bunch. I don't, I don't really need all that. He don't, he don't, he doesn't, he's not a person that came into the marriage thinking that, okay, I want to celebrate Valentine's Day. He don't care either. Nope. He loves that. I don't care about Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> he actually okay. just said that to somebody. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I don't know if my wife didn't care. I think I still would want to, you know. I, I, I'm just a guy that loves celebrating every chance I get. And not that I need a reason to celebrate. I definitely use it as a reason to celebrate, but I celebrate everything, man. I celebrate Valentine's Day. I celebrate anniversaries. I celebrate birthdays. But um, you like doing a lot of over-the-top stuff. I mean, I enjoy celebrations, um, but I just... I don't really, I'm not really in the made up stuff. I guess for me, I'm not like, you know, they talk about love languages. Um, gifts is not my love language. So I really hate having to buy gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of avoid anything in any situation where I have to go find somebody a gift. Yeah. See, see, you said go find somebody. I ain't going to find nobody else, nothing except for maybe my mama and my wife and my daughter. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. You know, I, I, um, <laughs> I don't want to buy nobody a gift. I will <laughs> okay. love on you. I will spend time with you. Um, but yeah, I don't really like buying gifts. And, and I agree that it's a made up commercialized, you yeah. know, marketing scheme. Um, but I'm good with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I am over the top. Just, you know, like it, I actually think that more people should be in terms of like, I think that more people should, should take the time to celebrate each other. So people will say, well, it's a marketing thing. Like you, you're kind of saying, but at the same time, I don't think we do a good enough job of celebrating each other. So like for my wife's birthday this year, um, we're going to throw a big party. You know what I mean? And we're going to break our back and we're going to spend a lot of money. It's not something that we do every year. It's a big year for her. And I love just shining the light on her and having her feel important about, you know, like like having her feel that I'm in, that she's important to me and she's to be celebrated. So I go big on certain yeah, events. That, like I think that. that's different, though. I mean, I did the same thing. Um, you know, my husband had a, a big birthday a couple months ago, and I did the whole big party thing and celebrated him. So I think that's different. And I, I also think you should do it on a regular basis. Like, you know, we do date nights. We just went to a winery last weekend, um, you know, regularly trying to do stuff. I think that's something you should do all the time. I don't think Valentine's Day is all of a sudden you need to do something special, you know? Cool. So uh, we're going to take a break from reviewing the quiz scores this week, even though we ain't really got that far. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Only one quiz score. Uh, so maybe we have to do another podcast this week simply because it's Valentine's Day. I really thought we was going to be pumping these jokers out, you know, but uh, schedules are uh, conflicting. And we had a yeah. little, little technical difficulties in the last podcast, so we're retaping this one. Today, we're going to take a break from the quiz score review. 
and just uh, take some questions that I have. So uh, you ready? Okay, yeah. So first up, we have uh, Shonda from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Here we go. Hello, my name is Shonda Butler. I'm having uh, some problems going on with my love life. I wanted to speak to someone about it um, and to see what actually I need to do. I'm calling from Baton Rouge Central Standard, and it is... Yeah, um... What I look for, uh, I tried to reach out to Shonda. She didn't uh, respond. Um, I'll try again. Yeah, because there wasn't a whole lot there. Yeah, it's not a lot to give advice off of. I wouldn't, you know, necessarily, you know, there's nothing really to give advice off because she didn't really present a problem. She just said that she was going through a difficult time. Mm -hmm. But the key thing I wanted to talk about from that alone was how I just have this thing where we are sometimes in denial about the current state of a relationship mm. and and it just doesn't do us any benefit to not receive or calculate or evaluate the information that we have available. That's right. And so, right, I get a lot of people who are in a confused state and I'm like, no, you're not confused. You just don't want to make a decision. You just don't want to have a value for yourself. Mm, that's serious. And that's kind of like confused is one of the... um the results for the uh, love capacity test. And so you actually say that, you know, people are kind of in a damaged state when they're getting confused as their results. Yep. We go from damaged to confused. Um, and then, and the, and the key thing about when we, I'm lo- I love that you brought that up. Cause when we get there, you'll see how when you're confused, it, it, there's no benefit to your life to like being in a confused state. Like you have to, right. like, like the way I look at it is, the moment I say to myself that I'm confused is the moment I have to take active steps to get out of confusion. Okay. So what does that look like? So, so first you have to take in the information, right. And decide based on the information that, Hey, I know what this person is doing. So a lot of times when people come to me and say they're confused. What they're confused, confused about is their partner. And they're trying to figure out their partner. Instead of saying, my partner has shown me their hand. I have mm. to accept who they are and where they are. And now what am I going to do about it? So it's not, it's no longer I'm confused about them. Now you move to, am I confused about what I'm going to do about it? Right. And so you'll say, yeah, of course I'm confused about what I'm going to do about it. Well, the way you go about that process is you say to yourself, what is my value? What am I going to put up with? What is, what is to benefit the relationship? Like if I accept what my partner is doing, if your partner is doing something that you disagree with, if I accept what my partner is doing, is this going to benefit the relationship? Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, you it does. That? I mean, really what you're saying is a lot of times when we're saying we're confused, we really just don't want to process the information because we know what it looks like or what it sounds like is not the way that we want it to be. Yeah. So, you know what, to, to better explain it, let's come up with an example, right? So we're saying, let's make the wife be the example because I'm always on husbands, right? And so let's no, say the not, wife- okay. You don't think so? <laughs> I just try to throw that out there and keep yeah, it moving. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll uh, roll with it. Let, let's say that the wife leaves and she cuts all communi- communication um, and she takes all of her money. Her check is no longer going to the same account anymore or mm. nothing like that, mm-hmm. right? And so two, three weeks go by and now a husband calls me and says, hey, I don't know what to do. My wife left three weeks ago. She, I haven't talked to her. She won't return my calls. And um, she's moved her money. What, what would you What would you say to that, Tamara? I, I would say that she's she's making moves to get out of the relationship, and you have to determine what happened to get her there, and what the resolution would be to get her back, if that's what you want. 
Right. And so then in that state, what I say to that young man is, okay, now you have to decide what you're going to do. Right. right. And so you can say to yourself, I'm going to give my wife six months to work through her issues. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's a decision that you're not confused anymore. Like, mm. you're not sitting around day to day thinking, uh, uh, is she going to do this? Am I going to do that? What am I? I'm going to give her six months to work through her issues. It's been three weeks. Let's give it some months. You know, uh, I'm going to try some different ways to communicate. Although I would not advise six months, but okay. Right. I'm just throwing out a number, you know, <laughs> I mean, whatever, you know, or if it's three months or whatever. But the point is you have a plan of action instead of just every day thinking about what am I going to do? So, so you say to yourself, I'm let's make it three months. Then, right. I'm going to give her three months. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to vent out my frustration, my anger. So when we do talk, cause we will talk right. when we do talk, I'll be in a place where I can now compromise and try to work through our problems. Right. And so she, you know, that then the next thing you do is you kind of look at what have, what have you done wrong? What could you possibly okay. work on? How can you be better? Right. So the time apart, I like to take that time apart as a time for both of us to work through our issues and people work through them differently. Am I happy that the wife left? Or no, no, of course not. Right? Is that the right thing to do? I, I, we would rather the wife not leave. We would rather the wife stay, but sometimes women feel trapped or abused or whatever, and they feel like they need to, you know, move along to get some space. So, so the question is not, am I confused or what's going on? The question is, what am I going to do about it and make a decision? And if you actually, you know, taking the information from your relationship, you should be able to make a decision that I think that you're in the 80th percentile of making a good decision. Right. So you shouldn't be angry like she left and now I'm leaving. I'm packing up the house and I'm moving. Don't do that. Just right, make a decision right. what you want to do. But that's also kind of um, a point about how to get in a better position for your own mental health um, and your own emotional health. Like one, first of all, be in a healthy position to make the judgment and two, um, put yourself in a position to where you're not running around in circles in your mind because you're quote unquote confused. Because we will just like, you know, just kill ourselves. You know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to do. I don't, you know, and you just are in a completely unhealthy emotional state. Right. And you got to just calm it down and right. say, uh, this is this is my value of myself. Um, my partner is going through something. Yep. My partner is going through something. Um, and, and then it's, it's very critical. that So it's, the confusion part is fine. Right. I mean, don't do that. But the point is. If you can't get yourself out of that confusion state, then you didn't make the active step of going through coaching or counseling and figuring out what you are willing to do about it. Right. You have to have value for yourself. So let's check the and next that requires voice. Some emotional maturity. Absolutely. And responsibility. Right. So let's yes. check the next one. Uh, Deidre from Atlanta. Let's see what we got. Miss Deidre. Hello, this is Deidre. I'm from Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia, and um, I listen to your podcast, really like your podcast. So I'm married, and I have two kids, and my husband and my kids want a dog. Now, my husband travels for work, like, Monday through Friday. He's home Friday, leaves out Monday, he's gone all week. I'm left to manage two humans. One is just become a teenager, and a household as well as my job, and he wants me to take on another dog. Right now, we're arguing. He out of town because I don't want a dog, and he wants a dog. I mean, am I wrong when I want a dog and taking care of it? 
every day why he's not there just because he wants it because we know the kid's not going to take care of it. I don't know. I just, I don't want a dog. Am I wrong for not getting a dog? Tamara, I'm going to let you go first. No, Deidre, you're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's, that's a lot. And again, I mean, I guess it goes back to emotional maturity again and having some empathy. Um, Her husband is not empathetic to the fact that he's not there and she's already juggling two kids, um, you know, being a single mom during the week, which he should really be thanking her for. Um, and, and I mean, again, it's a two way street. He, she should be thanking him for, you know, his efforts and his work outside the house and his contributions there. Um, but he has to honor and respect the fact that she's got to handle that house when he's not there and adding a dog onto it is just adding an extra level of stress onto her. This actually, I love scenarios and examples like this. Um, I'm learning just through coaching, you know, I've been coaching like 12 years, but Mm -hmm. of course still learning that it's. I like this type of communication when I talk to someone seeking help versus yeah. someone just saying, I'm angry, you know, oh. I'm, I'm unhappy, you know, well, that's like a good point. in a bad place. So she kind of put herself in a, in a place of humility to say, Hey, maybe I'm wrong here. I'm asking you and to get a second opinion. So I, I, I get that from you. Right. Like people don't do that enough. Like, okay, I think I've crossed enough T's and dotted enough I's, but let me just double check and get some outside. Maybe I'm being emotional or being angry, you know, um, not really seeing it from their side, you know, like, let me make sure, let me double check. Right. So that's the first thing I thought about when I got the call. And the next thing I think about is just how difficult it is sometimes to know when you're right versus when you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. And being, and being open to that. Um, and that's every day in marriages, right. And so one of the things I talked about, go, you go ahead. Yes. Well, you say it's every day in marriages. Yes, it is. But I think it's also more so for women. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we're just, we're, um, just taught to be, um, more humble and more submissive and question ourselves. And we're not taught that we are really, um, you know, a good, um, I don't even know what the word is right now, but, you know, a good dictator, I guess, for lack of a better word, of our own thoughts and emotions and and, and determining what's right and wrong. Yeah, I've learned just with women teaching them how to balance their relationships, Mm -hmm. um, that humbleness part uh, and just my conversations with you and trying to understand like and even my wife, just her struggles with early on in our marriage and her getting to where she felt she was a 50 percent valued partner in the marriage. Mm -hmm. Like like. I had to learn that. Like I had to, I had to, she had to fight me on some of those things because I didn't know how to compromise as I came into the marriage. Well, see, Um, I think men walk in with that confidence. They're already ingrained with that. And and women have to learn it a lot of times. Yep. Um, The balance is important. Like, Mm -hmm. like, like, like I have to learn that she's a 50% value partner. She has to learn that I don't necessarily know how to compromise and she's got to be able to hold her ground. You know, she and my wife had to do that. Like it was so many things I had to just learn about how to compromise. Like I didn't compromise when before I was married. Like if either a woman did what I wanted them to do, or I left for the most part. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I, I'm, I'm assuming women probably have a lot of the same, you know, kind of thing. I don't know. You tell me. When you were dating, if a man didn't do what you want to do, did you leave, or how did you handle the lack of compromise? Um, I did try. Um, I, I probably had several relationships that lasted longer than they should have. Um, so I, I will say I did try, but at some point, um, there's a line and you, your standard is hit and, um, uh, or let me rephrase that your standard is not hit. Um, and then you like, okay, I gotta go. 
Yeah, um, the main thing for Deidre, I would think, is to just, you know, not let it turn into an argument because sometimes one person wants something so bad that they they take it personal when the other partner is against it. And so a lot of times you have to know, okay, which scenarios are the ones where you're going to be, you know, kind of like, for lack of a better term, the adult in the room, you know? And so, you know, just in this scenario, hey, babe, I just don't want a dog. Like, I just, I can't handle a dog, you know? Uh, hopefully it's not personal attacks going back and forth and things of that nature, but just hold your ground and say, I don't want a dog. Like I just, I can't handle a dog. It is not my personal opinion on, you know, if we should get a dog or not, it is me saying to you, I cannot handle the additional responsibility of a dog. And that's sometimes hard too, because it feels like admitting a weakness. Oh, that's a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. What you mean? What you mean? Give us about 10 more seconds. Well, just on to that. say, to say if, and this is for me, um, and something that I'm working on personally, just like being, recognizing I'm not perfect. Um, mm-hmm. because I, I am a perfectionist. I am always in pursuit of excellence. Um, so it really, I don't like saying I can't do something or I don't have the capacity or I'm not able, able, even at work, I, I just, it's a challenge for me not to take on everything. So, um, I can understand it if it's a difficult thing for her to be like, I'm super mom, I'm juggling two kids on my own during the week. Um, but now I got to sit here and say, I don't have the capacity to handle a dog. Hmm. That's, That's that may be hard. Because as a man, I'd be like, I'm not taking care of no dog. <laughs> and I mean, and, and there are several women who would say the same thing. I'm just saying, yeah. um, you know, that I, I know for me, that's something that would be a challenge. Yeah. And, I, and I'm thinking, uh, I'm assuming you are too, at a grander scheme of, you know, not just this particular scenario, but you're just saying in general, it's, it's difficult for a woman to say, hey, I can't do something. Yeah. You know? I mean, you know, case in point, um, you know, my pastors just had a whole sermon on uh, marriage today. And um, they were talking about, you know, separation of duties and, you know, as a woman, you know, how difficult it would be to be like, well, you know, I've been, you know, socialized that I'm supposed to cook and clean, but you better at that than me. So you do it. Mm. Mm. All right. Let's try to get to the next one so we can wrap up. I already running way over. Um, we got <laughs> Denny from Natchitoches. I Natchitoches. Right, you need to get that right. You in Texas now. My bad. <laughs> Hi, Steve. This is Denny. I live in Nacogdoches, Texas. I listen to your podcast, man. I had a question, man. I wanted to know if I'm wrong for this. My wife and I have been married for about six months, and recently she heard me speaking with the coworker, and at the end of the conversation, or during the conversation, I called my coworker Honey Bun. Now, I called many people Honey Bun, old, young, you know, uh, black, white, doesn't matter. You, you know, just, I just, that's just a pet name that I blatantly, or not blatantly, but I just have a habit of just throwing out there in conversation with various women that I feel comfortable with. Am I wrong for calling people honey bun as a term of, like, as a pet name? So not, not sure if, uh, if, uh, this would get me in trouble or not, but, <laughs> you know, I don't see it being, I don't see it being worth a fight. So. It's something I need to correct. I'm willing to do that, but just let me know. Thanks. <laughs> what do you think, Tamara? Uh, yeah, Denny, you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you know, I, I think is is one thing. You know, everybody has their own limitations, and there are probably some um, partners out there who have no problem 
with, you know, the honey bun terms of endearment for other people. Um, I've seen that personally. But when your partner has an issue with it, then no, that's not appropriate. Yeah, I don't even think it's about when your partner has an issue with it. I just think terms of endearment or, t- or pet names or, you know, other personal terms should all be reserved for your spouse. You know, like I don't I don't you know, even if you're single and you call everybody baby and then when you get married, I think that you should stop calling everybody baby out of respect for your spouse. Like I don't you know, I just because at some point it will be taken the wrong way in some environment like this, like, like there might be a woman at work who you have no affection for, mm-hmm. but you call her baby and she feeling you and she like being with married men. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and so now she thinks something going on because you called her baby. She don't know you call everybody baby. She thinks that you just called her baby. Yeah, I would say that does eliminate confusion, but I, I still would leave that open to it's, you know, between you two as partners, um, how you want to handle that. But in, again, in this instance, Denny is wrong. Honey bun is because of honey bun. You think that's should, should we should we differentiate between Nacogdoches? That's why it's country because he's yeah. honey bun. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, if your partner is uncomfortable with it, you need to just roll with that and, and do what you need to do to make your partner happy. That's what matters. Cool. Be sure to go take your love capacity quiz on lovecapacity.com. Call into the love capacity hotline 214-744-3685. Again, that number is 214-744-3685. And uh, appreciate you guys listening. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Bye, y'all. You have been rocking with the Love Capacity Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can be automatically alerted when a new podcast is uploaded. Thanks for listening.